Welcome home to a life without limits, where you honor your alignment, nourish your soul, and awaken your inner goddess. Some days we fly, some, well, we've got you, sister. Abundance is your birthright. This is your remembrance. Hot Mess Goddess, juicy conversations for a luscious life. This week's episode is a little bit juicier than usual with my gorgeous friend Jordana Ezra. She's a femme sexuality coach, a sex witch. She studied nutrition at Southern Cross School of Natural Therapies and also studies the Tantric Institute of Integrated Sexuality. Now it's a conversation full of all sorts of incredible topics but mostly around pleasure and all that that may encompass. So get yourself super cozy and enjoy the ride. Oh, welcome Jordana to the Hot Mess Goddess podcast. I am just, I can see your smile and it's lighting up my whole face. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here, like honestly. Look, I've known you for a couple of years Mm. in various circles that we've traveled in and it always seems to intertwine and it just, I'm really grateful for that because you've helped me a lot along my journey early on when I was just so, my self-esteem was at my lowest and I just didn't know where I was going or what I was doing. And you beautifully held my hand and took me through that. And I've been able to watch you grow as well with the direction that you're taking. So I guess you're the best person to tell us exactly what that is, like describe what you do and (laughs) why you do it. Thank you. I always know when I'm going into like a magical like container that you're going to be in there. You're always just in the most luscious places, whether it's like on social media, like wherever it is. I just feel like, yeah, when we meet, it's always in these magical spaces. And I'm so grateful for that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God. I don't even know where to begin. I guess for such a long time, like when we met, I was doing that really like sacred business coaching and I was super into it. And it was actually a client of mine asked me this question one day and I was like, fuck, like I've always been so obsessed with female sexuality and Tantra and I'd really dived into that, but only for my own personal practice and my like personal relationships and the way that I wanted to show up that I never really thought that I could bring that into my business. I never thought that I could really like facilitate that for other people. But this client said to me, we're at the beach and she goes, if you could do anything at all, what would you do? And I kind of felt this fear because I was like, oh, like I didn't want to say to her, I didn't want to do like what we were doing together because I didn't want her to be like, well, I don't want to work with you anymore. (laughs) But I was just like, oh, no, this question is so perfect. And all I really wanted to do in that moment was open up the conversation around shame and sex to really like open up this deep conversation of what it meant to feel whole and complete as if like as somebody living the experience of someone that has a female body And I really just was struggling with that so hard within myself and it was playing out in every aspect. And the more I kept understanding it for myself, the more that I really wanted to create that space for people. And so I went on a big journey of studying with an amazing woman called Layla Martin through the tantric Institute of Integrated Sexuality, and it's totally changed my life in every single way. And now I facilitate one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and workshops to really help females step into their sexual wholeness. And what I mean by that is integrating like every single part of yourself. So all of the parts that you feel like yuck about, like really calling them home and using that integration 
to step deeper into your pleasure, to be open to receiving more pleasure, to fall in love with the immediate manifestation of your body and to really create a deep magnetism, to call in the sexual desires, the partnerships and everything that you've kind of, that they've neglected before or that they've felt like they haven't been good enough or they're too much for and really just bringing it back to right now I'm so whole and complete and what does that mean oh my gosh I love that it made so much sense because almost every woman that I've ever had a conversation with has felt some sort of shame around Mm. sex or their body or their totally. thoughts about sex, you know, all of that stuff. So it's so pertinent right now and really important to bring up right now. And mm. in a few circles that I mean, everyone's talking about pleasure for manifesting and all of that, which I'm sure you're an expert at. I think there's some shame at the base of all of that that needs to come up first. Totally. And I mean, like this shame. I see it as like such a misunderstanding that every emotion, every sensation and everything that we feel in our body, like it's not good or bad. It just is. But we like attach to the conditioning that we've been brought up with that like masturbating is wrong or that my vagina is supposed to be like looking and smelling a certain way that my body needs to look like that one glorified version. And if not, then there's something wrong. And we create like, you know, that wrongness, that badness. And I feel like when you can really step into the shame and notice it as just a sensation and notice it as something that can be integrated, alchemized and transformed, you're no longer in the pain body of it, but instead you're like noticing that even with the shame, you're whole and complete. And that's why I'm so obsessed with not pushing any part away. Like shame is, it might never go away, but if you can like view it and see it and then still notice that you are so whole and complete, like you are a sexual goddess and like your pussy is the most powerful part of being a female then shame just becomes almost like a bridge to get to these deeper parts like when you notice like that yucky feeling of shame coming up and you breathe into it and you be it what's beneath that is so fucking powerful it's so pleasurable it's so fucking ecstatic but we so often just come up against these blockages like yeah these protecting mechanisms inside of our body and we just stop there but it's like what's beneath that that really allows you to receive the pleasure that we're here to receive and to love yourself in all of the shame and love yourself in all of these parts of your parts that someone said wasn't okay yeah definitely because we've had similar paths slightly differently but at school, like of all the people I know, I know how much you embodied that shame early on in your life because you mm. were labeled a slut. You were labeled all of the things that I was labeled later on in my life after my marriage broke up. But I remember even being called a slut at school and I was a virgin and I felt so much shame around it even then, even though I, it wasn't even real it's really crazy but can you talk us through what happened with you and and the way that all transpired oh my gosh yeah such a good question so when I went during high school I was super super sexual and really really used my body like as a way to validate my existence like I hated myself so much I was 
I was pretty bullied and I just felt like I didn't fit in at all. Like I didn't want to go to school. Yeah, really at all. And I felt like when I was having sex that I was in like a different time space reality. Like I could accept myself like for a moment or somebody else. It wasn't even me accepting myself. It was somebody else was looking at me in a way that I hadn't, that I felt like I hadn't been looked at before. And because I felt like I hated myself so much, like obviously like I was seeing that be mirrored around me all of the time. And then, yeah, like I just loved for a moment while we were having sex that that wasn't my reality in my head. And then, yeah, I got slut shamed the entire way through high school and I was pretty numb to it. Like it was just something that I kind of went to school with and like even my brother, my younger brother was like, school's so shit for me because you're such a fucking slut and everybody knows that. And I just remember feeling like my actions were like affecting like everybody in my family and like the deep disappointment from my parents and that's why I became so obsessed with this work as well. Like really recognizing <laughs> deep within that, that intravenous drip of external validation, I could get that same feeling from myself through like self-pleasure, through like really acknowledging and understanding and being compassionate towards all of the things that came up for me and that it's actually okay that I had those experiences, that I slept around. I actually love it now because I wouldn't be able to like really relate to people that have had similar experiences if I'd never had that before. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I remember seeing one of your posts where you were first talking about, I was, like I think the first lines were, I was a slut or I don't know what it was, but it was pretty potent. And as much as we were very different in that sense, just what you were talking about now, I had a very similar experience with my brother. So it's really funny, but it was after a 17 year relationship and I had children and I was in my thirties. And I just remember my husband was a compulsive cheater and I didn't really even know most of it until it ended. And I just thought, you know what? I've been with him since we were 18 I'm just going to go out and experience it all. And my brother was, I guess you would call the male version of a slut. He was a stud, right? Because he could, he was attractive and he could pick up whenever he wanted. This was prior to his relationships. And I just thought, oh, if, he can, if they can do it, I can do it. And I'm going to be empowered this time. And I'm going to choose who I sleep with. And I'm going to be the one that says, no, nope, I just want a one night stand don't want a relationship, bugger off, don't call me tomorrow. I'm not interested. And so I went on my own little exploration and I remember my brother after a while and a lot of it wasn't as empowered. A lot of it was drunk and shame because I was so devastated that I was rejected by my husband and all of that stuff. But I remember my brother having a very similar conversation with me because it was a smaller town and just saying, people are talking, you're a slut, it's embarrassing. And the shame I felt around that. And I'm going, but I'm just doing what you've done all our lives. Like what, what, why? And it was just so different being, being female. Yeah. And I really want to be a stand for shutting down that stigma. Like we as females are allowed to have sex with whoever we want, whenever we want, in whatever context feels really good for us. And moving away from like calling people like sluts or being empowered by that, like more to the point, like how can like having multiple sexual partners feel really fucking empowering for you? Moving more towards that and away from this like, slut shaming and this feeling like oh I'm not allowed to have sex with whoever I want to have sex with I'm not allowed to process in this way and I think it really comes back to like consent and context and stepping into like 
the stories that we have around sex and being a slut and being a whore and all of those kinds of things. And knowing that, like, for me, I feel like sex has such a different meaning for me now. Like, I would only ever have sex with somebody that I felt so connected with, even one night stands or like being deeply connected to myself. And I think like when we're getting like names like slut and whore, like hurled at us, it has like such a different meaning when we're like out there and we're not like creating like context that feels good for us. It like hits a deeper spot because like we do want to be having sex that feels really like good. And that's like wholesome and yummy and all of that kind of stuff. I feel like I'm just talking shit right now. (laughs) No, it's making perfect sense. And I so understand it because when I was labelled that and I was doing that, I was pretending to myself that I'm in control and I'm the empowered one when in reality I was hating on myself so much as well and I was looking for that external validation and that external someone at least is interested in me and you know, I was saying, I'm just not interested in a relationship because, you know, 17 years is a long time. But in reality, I was desperate for one of those people to actually want me longer term. And I was just, it was all just lying to myself. And I think when we're doing it, whatever we're doing, if we're coming from a place of self-hate, then obviously you're going to get those feelings around it and attract the names and everything else and the shame. So I think I loved what you were saying about, you know, whether you choose to have sex with different people every night or whatever, or choose to like where I feel I'm at is just my body is such a beautiful sacred temple now. It's like mine to share with only those very, very special people. If anyone, like I'm being very sacred and just pleasuring myself right now. So yeah, it's, it's been a, if I didn't go through all of that, I wouldn't be where I am now to just being so respectful of my body and so loving of my body, regardless of what I choose to do with it. That's my choice, but it's coming from such a different place now and wanting that energetic connection as much as just a bodily connection. Totally. Um, yeah. Being met like sexually and energetically and emotionally is like my highest desire and I also want women to know like whatever they're doing sexually is perfect you know it's all about like taking deep ownership and not shaming yourselves like we get to create our own sexual story we're only like shaming ourselves and like thinking these things are like wrong because somebody else said that like that's like, we get to create our own sexual story and our own belief systems, like around everything to do with sexuality, maybe like their most empowered version of sexuality is sleeping with multiple people, like is doing the things that we're being conditioned to like think is slutty. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, actually like that's their sexual truth. And who are we to say that that's like not okay to be like that? I do have a friend doing that right now and she is loving every moment of it because she's coming from that empowered, self-loved place. And that's totally the difference. Yeah. It's really like peeling back. Like who fucking told me that it was right or wrong to do this? And if I was an empowered sexual woman, what would I be doing? And like allowing that to be your story, like I mean, the conditioning of sexuality and the story that we have around sexuality is like so ingrained into ourselves. So it definitely takes like a look inside to see like where these patterns came from, like where this story came from and creating a new highway inside of the body to feel empowered with your sexual actions and like who you want to be sexually and knowing as well, like anything can change any moment. Like you don't have to be like you, one day you might want to be like Polly. And then the next day you might want to have like monogamous relationships with one fucking person. And it's like being open to the fact that like, especially like as females, 
things change all of the time. We have like different desires. We have different needs that like are trying to be met. We're trying to meet ourselves in different ways. And we want to like using sexuality and pleasure as an avenue to explore these different ways of beings to like being to, and to really step into our most expansive state. It really takes a mindset of fluidity and being okay with whatever's showing up for you and celebrating it, like celebrating like how you want to be sexually. Yeah. So love that you've talked about that too, because it's not just about who you sleep with. There's so much more to what you teach about pleasure and joy and creating the most beautiful life that you possibly can through that. So let's delve into that. Oh my God. Sexuality is just like, I think for me, I always, I always thought that I would end up with a man. Like I've never, ever, apart from this year, I've never been like, fuck, like I could be with a woman. I've slept with many women before, but like, I, I never let myself fall in love with one. Right. Like I was never like, oh my God, this woman's so beautiful. We're going to fall in love with her. I never let myself go there because I knew I didn't know at the time, but like after like having like a really big look at myself, I realized that I had this like deep fear of the impact that a woman would have on me. And after fully falling in love with a woman this year, I just, I look at my sexuality so different and I'm not saying that like you have to like all of a sudden like become bi or anything like that to have like a different relationship with your sexuality because I've always been into both. I just fell in love with a woman this year and it totally changed my whole perspective and it made me like even more passionate about meeting yourself where you're at with your sexuality because that really ripples into every other aspect of your life. And in Chinese medicine, they talk about like how stagnation of the blood equals death. And I fully believe that like in every other like area of life, like when we're like, when we're so, when we're holding on so tight to these like belief systems or these like ways of beings and we're like being, and we're like attaching that to like worth and deservingness and our desires, then like there's no room for the context of life or like what's showing up for us right now to, there's no room to react to the immediate things in our environment. There's no room to feel into the opportunities that are around us and yeah, I really see that no matter the sexual preference that you are, like bi, gay, pansexual, being fluid within your sexuality definitely opens you up to receiving more pleasure. And by fluid, I mean just like being open and available to experiencing new ways of connecting with your like original essence of sexuality like with your sexuality before it was tainted by like society or before somebody told you what your sexuality was what is that to you and really like deeply like having a look at that like I don't know mind changes like every day yeah yeah absolutely and the more this year goes on the more I'm hearing about pleasure and joy being at the core of everything that we want to create and how we expand as humans even. And it just, it's really exciting. Oh my God. It is so exciting. Like pleasure is the ultimate healer. Like I still totally believe in having these like amazing, like massive, like explosive breakthroughs and like healings and like really getting to like the core of something. There's something so magic when you understand how to complete stress cycles 
in your body and using like pleasure as the gateway to create like a really resourced environment for you to heal on your own or like for a silly, like to have like healing facilitated for you because it really allows like your nervous system to drop down into a place of being actually able to receive that healing for that healing to be effective and for a new way of being to arise. And yeah, definitely. I mean, like pleasure is the gateway of healing without going into adrenal fatigue. Oh, that is so powerful. I love that. Yeah. Like it just, I don't really feel like we have to take ourselves to that, like where we can't get out of bed for like a couple of weeks where we no longer like, I don't know. Like, it's like when you go to the gym and you push yourself too hard and you never fucking want to go back. Like you never, ever want to go back because you're like, oh my God, I just did 50 minutes on the fucking Stairmaster and I'm nearly dead. And you're like walking down to the car and you're like, I ain't ever seeing this place again. If you heal in that way where you're like, I'm going to go right into my cellular makeup and clear out all, not that you really can clear out all trauma at once. Like there's that way, right? I have tried that. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm just going to do like a million ayahuasca ceremonies right now and really get to the core of everything. (laughs) Like literally, like we've all been there. Or there's like (sighs) seeing the trauma, seeing the parts of yourself that you want to integrate and like call home and that you've been rejecting and all that kind of stuff. And feeling resourced within that using pleasure as a way to like get your body on board even more and to actually receive the healing like Layla always talks about how you never have to really you don't have to always go right back into remembering the trauma and to really like take yourself there and re-traumatizing yourself. Like it's about seeing the sensations, noticing the blocks or noticing the protecting mechanisms and then meeting it with this like understanding, this clarity, this acceptance. And then like using pleasure as a gateway for your body to know that when this stuff comes up, like, you know, when shame comes up, like you can also feel pleasure. Like you don't like your body's not going to die. Like your primal brain thinks you're going to die. So that's why there's a protection mechanism up. But when you're like bridging it with like pleasure and you're like slowly showing your body that you can, for instance, that you could have like a full body orgasm and not die. And you're like slowly like building your body up to, know that it's not going to die through the use of pleasure and like slowly like integrating trauma. You're just doing it in a, like in a way that is going to feel better for your nervous system. That's going to allow you to just like continue living your life instead of having like breakdowns and meltdowns and all that kind of stuff, which is perfect as well. I just feel like this approach is really gentle on your nervous system. And I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It's still fucked up sometimes. Sometimes I'm, I'm like, I have a lot of resistance to breath work and self-pleasure sometimes. And like all of that fucking shit comes up for me all of the time. I am just like a human girl that has no idea what she's doing a lot of the time. But I've also been heavily in adrenal fatigue and burnout. And it feels very different when you're coming from this resource place and you have like a little bit of resistance to like pushing yourself over the edge without any like resourcing and self-soothing techniques and tools. And you're just like, I don't know, jumping off the side of the cliff face with no mattress at the bottom. Yeah. It's one of the things I adore about you is because as much as where you're heading right now is pleasure, sexuality, and those sorts of conversations, you fully understand the workings of the brain and the body and the nervous system and how it all just links in together. You have so much knowledge on all of this. And yet you also know that 
it's not always the answer like you were talking about to just go back into that trauma because your brain doesn't know the difference. It's like it's reliving it all again and happening right now in the now, like all timelines exist at once. And so there is sometimes not necessary to do that to ourselves. And I love that you're finding and helping others find different ways to actually heal through some of that. And I loved what you were talking about before we even came into recording that there's these two parts of you. So let's go there too, because it's all intertwined. Thank you. And thanks for really seeing me. Like, I really want to like, just speak to what you said. Like, I'm still growing so much. Like, I'm really passionate about this and understanding like the nervous system and really understanding um, the way that our brain works and the different ways that we can complete stress cycles and feel healed is like has totally changed my life, but I am still like, I'm still a baby in that world. (laughs) And yeah, like as we were speaking about that before I do, like, I feel like I am living these, like, you know, this life of like holding space for like amazing women and facilitating like deliciousness and really helping them step into their like their sexual wholeness and understanding like their attachment styles and really understanding like the most empowered way for them to show up in sex, love and relationships. And then I'm fucking over here and I'm like getting dropped on my knees daily because I can't get over this woman that like I've been in love with for like the entire fucking year that is so unavailable. And I'm just like, love me. Yeah. I'm literally like, yeah, it's so interesting because I watch myself self-abandon all of the times. And like, even like today, like I had this experience where I, um, I felt deeply abandoned. And so I sat in the car and I just like bawled my eyes out all morning. And then I come back home and I do a live about like the programs that I'm creating. And I'm just like here and I'm like, Oh wow. Like I'm living, I'm still in all of this, like amazing understanding of my sexuality, how the brain works, like all of that kind of stuff. I'm still a 31 year old woman that has not completely grasped codependency and the undoings of codependency. And yeah, I'm just really like, I'm still living that life. And I think that that's one of the reasons why a lot of my clients love me as well, because I'm not like, I don't hide this stuff. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in love sometimes. Like, I'm just like, Oh my God, I see these chemicals so hard inside of my body. I understand that this woman is meeting an unmet childhood need for me. My primal brain thinks that she's fucking mom. Literally. It's like, there's our primary caregiver, like wants all of the goodness from her. And then I'm over here, like fully fucking understanding it. But the chemicals are so strong. And I guess like in that situation, in the situation where I'm still like navigating, like the most luscious way to move to the next level of my existence I'm so glad that I can view myself and celebrate myself for being in that like celebrate myself for for like really exploring that and for noticing the way that I'm showing up and for really like viewing myself with so much love and compassion because it's only through that avenue that I know that I'm going to be strong enough to really like move to the next stage yeah. Not that I even need to move to the next stage. Like I'm, I'm just, just, it happens yeah. organically though. It just right. does through all of the experiences that you're having. You cannot not move to another stage. The growth that you're having through all of that. It's just part of that beautiful experience. And I love that you're celebrating yourself throughout that and loving on yourself throughout that, because as women, we so frequently beat ourselves up along the way. It's, it's just part of our, it's like gene coded into us half the time through generations of 
crap in our DNA that we've carried through lifetimes. And it's just so easy to beat ourselves up. So I love the fact that you're helping others celebrate all of the craziness, all of the things that we go through as humans in this crazy existence and just experiencing it all because we're all going to have ups and downs, you know, even when we get to a phase where we're manifesting almost instantaneously and we're all about the joy and the pleasure. Someone we love is still going to die. We are still going to feel pain. We are still going to go through all of these ups and downs that life brings us. And that's what we're here for. So we just get through it as best we can. And I love that you're just celebrating yourself along the way through that. It just, it's such a great message to share. Thanks, babe. I really feel like yeah, this has been one of the biggest lessons I've ever been through. And I want it when I celebrate all of these things, I see that I just want to show up for myself like more instead of like berating myself constantly and like then feeling like I have like so much work to do when I celebrate myself, like constantly, like even in the fucking shit, like celebrate the way that I react, like celebrate, like it's like those little things. It's like, Oh yes. I acknowledge that I self abandoned then. And I'm going to celebrate myself for that acknowledgement. It's like celebrating like in the shit, like it allows me, I get that dopamine hit from that celebration. Right. And it allows me to keep going, like to keep doing it. It's like, yeah. If you go to the gym and you only exercise, for like 10 minutes, but you wanted to go there for like 50 minutes. And then you get in the car and you're like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. And like, you're fucked. And like, you feel like really guilty or you can get in the car and be like, fuck yes, I went for 10 minutes and your body remembers that celebration. So then you want to go back and you don't feel like all of this guilt, like being hard on ourselves is not the fucking way. Like it doesn't work. I know we've been like taught that, like, you know, we've got to be really hard on ourselves like all of the time and like so fucking disciplined. And yeah, I mean like self-discipline is key. I was going to say, it's not one of our strong points, but we still do pretty good. Well, I'm like, I just feel like if you can celebrate immediately, like the way that you're showing up all of the time, then your body remembers that and you do more of that because you're getting like a really good hit from that. Or like, instead of like waiting, like in a month down the, like down there when I'm not talking to that girl at all. And I go to the gym every day a week, I'm going to fucking celebrate myself like completely. Or like, you know, when I get that full body orgasm, I'm going to celebrate myself like completely instead of being like, okay, yes. Like I had a clitoral orgasm again when I told myself that I wouldn't, but I still transferred like pleasure into my G spot. I still transferred like pleasure up into my cervix or like, whatever. It's just like celebrating like the things that you have guilt around, that you have shame around and, and just seeing like all of the yumminess there. That might sound a bit fluffy, but I fucking guarantee you, like if you celebrated like all of the small things, those small things become big things. They do. I was going to say my entire year has been based around that. And my entire year has, my life has completely shifted just through and just telling myself constantly, I am so supported. And then noticing every single time that I'm supported, you know, I put my hand on my heart, even if it's something really little, like mum making me a meal or just anything, you know, something tiny. I just put my hand on my heart and just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so supported. And the more I've done that, the more supported that I am in so many areas And the same, I don't beat myself up over a morning routine anymore because we're in the midst of the craziness. Kids are homeschooled at the moment. My whole life has been turned upside down this year, as most people's have been. And for some, it's like, oh, I have all this time to myself. What a beautiful time to go within. And for others of us, it's like, fuck me, I've got no time to myself. Kids are all home. I can't even have five minutes to myself. So for for everyone, it's different. But I used to think I had to have this morning routine that looked a certain way. And if I didn't do it and I only got half of it done or three quarters of it done, I'd beat myself up for it. And now it's like, it's going to be whenever it happens and whatever I choose to do, I've got like a list of things that I absolutely love 
So there's no set morning routine anymore. It's like I wake up, put my hand on my heart and almost ask my little girl inside, like, hmm, what do you feel like doing this morning? Dance, Friday. Let's put on some tunes and dance. And it can look, you know, otherwise we breath work or we meditate or I journal. There's so many different ways a morning routine can look. And if it's different every morning, then that's okay too. If it's five minutes one morning or an hour another, there is no right or wrong and celebrate everything. Oh my God. I love that so much. Like how much freedom is there in that? Like, yeah, right. So much freedom. It's just, I commit to saying hi to myself first and having a ritual space, like whatever that is. And oh, I felt so nice inside when you were saying that just then. I was like, yes, I want to have a morning ritual where I'm just connecting in with pussy and with heart and being like, oh, what do we want to do right now? That feels so good. So honoring, right? So honoring. It's not like, oh, I need to tick breath work off the list because yes! that's what I do this morning, you know, and it's like my body's going, I don't want to do breath work today. Like, don't do this to me. I want to just, I want to yeah. play. Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. Mm-hmm. And that just brings us again back to joy and pleasure, right? It, it always comes back to that. Yeah. I love that this is where your focus is going. So what's coming? What's on the horizon for you? So much magic. I'm just about to graduate from Layla Martin's course that I've been doing all year. And if anybody's listening to this and they don't know who Layla Martin is, I definitely implore you to YouTube her. She is phenomenal and she's just amazing. But for me, I'm... I'm really focusing on collaborating this year. So I've collaborated with another pleasure coach who is amazing. And we created a seven week program called Pleasure for Purpose. We're going to do the first round of that starts in September. It's for women only. And it's a group facilitated thing that we're really going to be focusing on. Again, like stepping into female sexual wholeness, like understanding the sensations of the body the protection mechanisms that are really like stopping um, them from stepping fully into their desires and knowing the different ways that they can step deeper into pleasure and how to really use that as the pathway to be one with their purpose, to be owning their purpose and to be really like living their purpose in a way that feels deeply pleasurable to them. We're going to be really like exploring the anatomy of pussy and how she is truly the center of it all, like the center of the universe, like the center of magnetism and manifestation and how creating like a deep relationship with her and understanding the unique language that she is communicating with your own body with the female body and how when you understand that you have this like tangible in a guidance system it's like this thing that you can touch and hear and become one with that really allows you to feel empowered to move towards like the yeses and the noes that your body is giving you. And we really want women to walk away from this feeling like deeply embodied in the safety, love and belonging that is already inside of their body so that they can make empowered decisions about sex, love and relationships and feel deeply connected to their own intimacy, their own self-pleasure practices. Um, yeah. It's going to be like, a, like I said, like a seven week program where we're going to be doing live practices, but also have like deeply integrated work. Rosie Reese, um, the owner of Yoni Pleasure Playlist, she's going to be coming on as a guest speaker and it's going to be really potent and really amazing. Um, yeah, I'm really oh, looking forward it. to that. Yeah. And so what, like just for those listening at home that might be thinking, gosh, that sounds incredible, but what can I do right now to help me step into more of that awareness of like some tools for people to use at home because I always love sharing you know my guests favorite yes. practices and tools what's what's something you can share 
Oh my God. I love that question so much. Like I've got a thousand things running through my brain right now. I think the thing that's coming to my mind the most that I've used to empower myself is when I wake up in the morning, I love to do 10 circular breaths, like really like opening up my jaw and like dropping like the breath into pussy and hovering my hand over the top of her so not touching her and just asking her like what a yes sounds like for her and if it's a yes for me to touch her touch her and then if it's a no for me not to and really like understand like the consent of your body like that that has empowered me in every decision I've ever made because I understand that vibration that sensation that emotional state that's a yes and a no for her and when like she speaks it's like that's it and like the reason that I do the circular breath at the start is because it really allows you to drop into the sensations like even though it's only 10 breaths, you're going to be out of your mind, out of this kind of like thinking logistical, like, is this a yes? Is this a no? Or all of those kinds of things that go on and just really like, you know, doing that literally will take you like two minutes to do like 10 breaths and focusing on like your yoni and being like, is this a yes? And is this a no? Um, or what does a no sound and feel like for you? What does a yes sound and feel like for you? Um, that's one practice that I love doing and that like has really, really helped me a lot. Well, how powerful because you're listening and we haven't even touched on this today. You're going to have to come back because you're learning to listen to that wisdom that we all hold in our bodies instead of overthinking it and whenever we try and overthink something too much it's usually the wrong the wrong answer but when you really manage to tune in then yeah your body knows always totally and I really feel like that's well the reason I believe that that is so empowering is because we're always seeking like this validation from outside of ourselves but when we can really start to trust like our own inner guidance so much more opportunity opens up to us and it just creates this expansiveness that we're like deeply deeply craving and I just want to say like one more thing that like has really empowered me is actually like having a look at her. Like it might seem so simple, but like a lot of people, like a lot of women, we're not taught to really like explore what our vulva looks like, or we're not really taught to like have a look at her at all. So like just getting like a hand mirror and having like a little bit of an explore and just really even creating like a ritual around like, oh, I'm just going to like, you know, have a look at the whole of my vulva and say hi to her and being okay with whatever shows up, even like having a look on the internet at all of the different shapes, sizes, magical vulvas. So much shame around it, isn't there? Totally. It's like, we've got to look a certain way. And like, when you can just be like, Oh, like this is so beautiful. Or every single every single vulva in the whole entire world is different, and when you can like actually like go online and have a look and like know that like every vulva is so different, and just having a look at yours and being like, "Fuck, this is so incredible," that alone will transform your life. That's something I've resisted my entire life. I remember being in a women's circle and someone suggested to do that for the week's task. I didn't do it and I didn't turn up on the calls like, get the fuck out. I am, no, (laughs) no, I'm sorry. And I remember too with one of my very first daughter's birth and it was just the pain, all those things. It was just, I don't know what drugs they were giving me, but it wasn't enough. I remember that much. (laughs) And this woman has wheeled in this full length mirror with the biggest smile on her face, thinking she was doing something so nice for me. And I just remember almost growling at her and I was quite shy still, but oh my gosh, I told her to get the fuck out with that thing. Like I am not looking at myself like that. Just, oh, 
what were you thinking, you crazy bitch? (laughs) 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 But again, there was so much shame around it. It's like, no, that's the, and and when you're doing that to a part of yourself, of course your life isn't going to be full and complete. And you're like rejecting that part of yourself. So like, and self-rejection is one of the most painful things I think we experience. So it's going slow as well, knowing that like, yeah, things are going to come up for you inside of your body when you look at her. Like you might feel contractions in your body. You might feel quite strange, but slowly building up a relationship with her and, and just noticing how you feel. You, like it's okay, like whatever comes up. Um, yeah. I know that we're out of time. We'll definitely do another segment on how to love your pussy. Yeah, for sure. And I guess if anyone wants to just experience a little bit more of your magic, your I don't know how long your group is open for, but there's, there's so many amazing little three-day challenges and things that are out there, five days, and it's a great way to get to know a person that you're interested in and want to work with. And you have a just the best one going right now. Just tell us a little bit about that so people can really get to know you. Yeah. I would love people to drop into their um, free breathwork group. So we have a free breathwork group that's called the pleasure breath. And we've basically dropped these breathworks. One is about safety. One is about love and one is about connection. And I'm actually going to do another one tomorrow, like bringing it all together And we're really using these like ancient tantric practices for women to help empower them to recognize the parts of themselves that feel safe so that they can expand that and experience, you know, pleasure and safety together. And we use breathwork to drop the cortical control and to be in the body and all of that kind of magical stuff. Um, But definitely, definitely come on over and check it out because it's heaps of fun. Tegan and I do it together. And that's on Facebook. And there's so much value in that. Like you are giving away some beautiful practices. I just love it so much. So if anyone mm. really does want to drop into that search for you, what name do you go by on Facebook these days? Yeah, I'm Jordana Ezra on Facebook. And you can find everything like also on my website. Like we have the program up there or I also do like one-on-one coaching and stuff like that as well. Like if they wanted a more, if you want a more like in-depth, yeah, an intimate kind of exploration of your sexuality and yeah, what you desire in sex, love and relationships. And that is just JordanaEzra.com. Perfect. And otherwise just reach out to me and I can get you added to that group too. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, thank you so, so much. It's been exactly what I imagined it would. I didn't know where it was going to go, but I knew it would be fun. Yes. Oh my God. This has been so much fun. I'm so honored to be on here with you today. And yeah, it was, like I said, I was a little bit nervous, but you're just, you create such a safe space and yeah, I'm really proud of what you're creating and oh, I'm so excited and honored to be a part of it. You were at the very beginning of me thinking about this and that was probably two years ago. So Mm -hmm. it has taken a while, but yeah, thank you so much for those beautiful words. Appreciate it. We so appreciate you listening in and growing alongside us. We'd love it if you could rate, review and share with friends.